Men of Conviction Podcast. Welcome. Hello. We're your hosts, Alex and Cordell. That's Alex. I'm Cordell. All right. You ready for this one? What are we talking about today? Brace yourself. What do I do? I need to hold on to something? You probably want to. Why? Why do you believe that God exists? Oh, yeah? Yeah. That one? He's going there. This is a surprise topic. I didn't know what he was going to say, by the way, guys. Surprise. He says it's a surprise topic. That one doesn't scare me. I didn't say it scared you. I didn't say scared. Well, I had to brace myself it's for it. It's a you surprise. Said. I thought I was bracing for something like even bigger than that. I didn't know what it was. What's but. bigger than God? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. No, I mean, because he's everywhere around us. I, I believe. And so I believe God exists because, and I keep asking why questions and why, 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 why. How did we get? How did we? What? what? We keep going. There has to be something more because all this happened by accident just doesn't seem like it makes any sense. Mm-hmm. But you look at how big the universe is and you look at a big bang theory and just by happenstance that we evolved from nothing and be- somehow became intelligent beings seems like absolutely absurdity to me. I don't know that anything's ever actually gotten better or more progressive with time. I think things get worse. Everything needs a little bit of a fixer-upper, you know, especially like mechanical things. You don't have a car that just runs indefinitely and gets better. It just fixes itself. Not by itself. It actually gets worse. It needs maintenance. It's like, well, no, we're different because we're – what. What's getting better? Ask the American buffalo bison or whatever. Did they get better as they got hunted? And did they figure out how to magically, like, oh, we're evolving. We're getting better. We're going to take over the humans. They didn't. But we were designed to rule the land by our creator. Was there a moment in your life where you're like, this, this is it? Yeah, this moment right here, like, yeah, God, God's real. Hmm. <laughs> I just think he reminds me. You know, like, I don't know. I think he reminds me in moments whenever I try to take control of my own life. So what I mean by that is, it's like, if I'm trying like, I'm going to do this, I'm going to be the best at business, I'm going to do the best of this, and I get reminded when things start going different than you anticipate. Whatever it is. Whatever it is. I'm going to set this goal out in front of me and I get reminded if my focus is off of my creator, there's like a sense of not balance for me. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, oh yeah, that's right. I'm not in control of my life actually. Not, I'm not in control of any of anything. I am, but I'm not. You know, I'm responsible for things, but I'm not in control of everything that happens. I'm not in control of every person that I come in contact with. But I can influence things. Yeah. You know, I can influence. I can influence outcomes. I can influence people. 
I can't control everything. God controls things. And I believe that he's there. What about you, man? Let's let's ask. Did I answer your question? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Okay. Well, I mean, because I wonder what your answer is. I don't know. Like, when do you believe that? Let me. I'm gonna just turn it back to you. Just whoop, flip it. <laughs> Does God exist, Alex? Oh, absolutely, without a doubt in my mind. Why? It's too much, man. It's too much. Like when you look at the human experience, there's almost no reason that. We should have sustained this and endure this and persevere through this. But we do. Persevere through what? Everything. I mean, you think about think about the, the pain you feel when you lose someone. And I mean loot like they die, not like oh, where'd they go at the mall? No, I mean like when you have when you have someone you're close to that passes away, that pain is immense. I mean, it feels like it should it should kill you. It feels like it should this should be the end. But it's not. It's not. Through that pain, through that suffering, you grow stronger. And not in some, you know, motivational speak kind of way. I mean, you do. You persevere through it. I mean, how, like, that's the only thing that makes sense. How do, how can we do this? How can we go through these hardships and these struggles and all? How can we keep going? We just keep, we wake up the next day and we do it again. Because there's, there's something there. There's a design there. There's a... A purpose-filled life that's been given to you to f- to to fulfill. I mean that, that we don't we can't do that ourselves. There's no way. So you're saying we can't give ourselves purpose? No. We can we can find we can define a purpose. But we don't we don't get to we don't get to be the ones that create it all. There's why no not? way. Why not? There's no way, man. There's no way. But why? Because people are were broken. Mm-hmm. If we were in charge, things would have fallen apart a long time ago. I mean, you see it. I mean, it, anything that we get our our hands on eventually is corrupted. And so, if you if you figure that we were in charge from the start. <laughs> I don't think we would have made it this far. That's true. So anything we get our hands on gets corrupted. That is interesting. We would have, we'd have killed ourselves off, essentially. Oh, a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think that a lot of people are in the illusion that the good in people is what's keeping everything going. Mm-hmm. Hmm. There is a, there's a there's an amount of humility required to believe in God. Mm-hmm. Right? We, you know, we we watch the we watch the uh the old time, you know, like medieval age movies where they they bend the knee to the king and that's what's required. Mhm. You have to bend the knee to God. You have to acknowledge that this is his show. Mm-hmm. And there's a humility required there that requires you to take yourself off the pedestal. And I think that's a huge step that a lot of people aren't willing to overcome. Because how could, for all the good things that happen in your life, how could you give that credit to somebody else? I did that. But 
and I'll, so I'll I'll borrow my own question I gave to you in terms of like moments. I like what you said that about being reminded. That's a good that's a good term for that. You're reminded throughout life. You know, there's different moments. But I will say there was a moment when my son was born. This may be a little cliche. I don't care. It's my podcast. Say what I want. <laughs> when my son was born, my 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 it's our podcast. It's our Wait. podcast. <laughs> You're actually muted right now. When no, not. when my son was born, my my oldest, my first, my son, my baby boy, when he got put in my arms, I was like, I I didn't do this. There's no way. There's no way that I could do this. Like this is beyond me. This is beyond any capability I've ever had in in the gym, in the workshop, in my garage, fixing this, working on that. There's no way that I made this. And that was a huge moment for me because there was no way that I could take credit for this little baby boy they, they put in my arms. I was responsible for him. That's that's my God-given responsibility. But I can't take credit for creating him. That's something else, man. Because there's so we're, – we're, we're complex beings. We have all these different parts that make up the person, the body. You have your heart that pumps blood. You breathe oxygen. It circulates through your blood. You take in food. You excrete food. You excrete waste. You have hair that can sense bugs on Mm -hmm. your arms. You can taste things. You can smell things. You can smell after a rainstorm is there. You can see you can touch, you can feel. Somehow that just happened. No, I don't. That's that's why you can't buy it, right? Is that why you can't buy it? It's like a, like it just ha- it just happened. Like one day there's a big old explosion. Some organisms got together and they started turning into this other organism and this other one, and it changed and over millions of years got to us. That can reason. That can make decisions. That can create. And there's this book called the Bible, and it says that God created man in his own image. I think that's the answer. It's very simple. That's the mm-hmm. answer. <laughs> it's like, hey, we're kind of like God. God did give us abilities like him. We just don't fully understand him, but we're kind of like God. We're just not him. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, and this is not an anti-science. This is not, that's not how the world works. And I'm, I'm pro-science too, right? But I believe that science is observing the reality, not creating the reality. True. Is where the differentiator comes in. You're being sympathetic with the, with the science people right now? Well, you have to because (laughs) they'll cancel us if they find out. They'll be like, oh, you're canceled. You believe in a God? We're canceled. No, I mean. So here's where I'm going with this, right? Because this is the Men of Conviction podcast. And so what is, how does God tie into this? Here's why I think it's important. I believe it to be true that God created us. God created it all. Men, women, babies, toddlers, deer, alligators, all of it. But I think what it means for us as men of conviction is that we were, we're not just happenstance. We're not an accident. We didn't just 
show up to hang out. I believe that we were created, designed, and put here with a purpose. And now you brought it up earlier. Do we define? Do we get to create purpose? I don't. I don't think so. We God created us. God put us here, but it is our responsibility to find and work towards that purpose that we've been given. Everyone's different. Everyone has different skills, different intelligence levels, different interests, and that's all fine and that's normal. That's how it's supposed to be. But what are you doing with that? Ultimately, at the end, right when you're at at, at the, the big pearly gates, and God says, what would you do with the gifts I gave you? What are you going to say? And then that's the question everybody needs to ask themselves. What are you doing with the gifts you've been given? And I think I, I'll, I'll humbly speak for myself. I think that, like, I, I can't fathom getting there. Just, this is in my head. I can't fathom getting there and say, God, I did all these things. Like, I, I didn't do enough. I think it's always not enough, you know, even though that's not how God looks at me. It's always been like, I didn't do enough because, because, because what he's done for us is so much more than what we ever could do for him, but he doesn't want anything. He doesn't want anything in return. He just wants us to love him. Love him. It's like, man, I don't, I don't, I don't deserve anything. Then we, we, we don't. It's he's he's given us a gift of eternal life, and that's what I believe. I believe that we have a gift of eternal life if we choose to believe in Him and love Him. It's our choice. Mm-hmm. He didn't want to make creatures that had to love and worship him with him being the being that being that he is. Could you imagine if we just had people that had to do what we wanted them to do? It just doesn't give you the same feeling Mm -hmm. because we're designed in his image. He knows that giving us the option to, to think through things, and reason that it becomes much greater of a love and a connection when we choose him. That's the only thing I can think of in my reasoning. You know? yeah. And so because we choose him, that's where he truly feels love. He created these beings that ultimately choose to love and serve their creator. And he knows <laughs> there's so many people that won't. He knew that creating us would, would, would do that. But he did it anyway. And there's there's I think everybody's gonna have tons of questions on the other side, you know. But are you are you saying all this, asking, do you believe there's a God who made a conviction because we've got to know where we start to know where we're going? What are you saying that for? Well, I already said it. What'd you say? You gotta you gotta be living. What are you doing with your, your gifts? What are you doing with your talents? What are you doing with your life? That's why I say it. Right. Right. So make sure I had it clear, man. So make sure I had clear, clear, 
<laughs> so just in case somebody missed it, what are you doing what you're gifted with? Okay. Right? What are you doing? So what are we doing? What we're gifted with? We're talking. We're 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 using our conversations, using our voice, using our thoughts to impart with somebody else some of the the hard fought lessons that we've learned. But that we fought through and battled ourselves. Yeah. We're having these conversations, these deeper conversations out loud. Mm-hmm. So that other people can hear our thoughts and our conversations that they may be struggling with. They can get some firmness to what they believe. Yeah, I mean, because I think part of part of it, you know, I'd like to think that we have pretty pretty sound thoughts and pretty reasonable ideas. But the reality is that someone's going to listen to one of these podcasts and disagree with us. Absolutely. I mean, maybe they don't believe in some of the things we're going to say. They're going to be wrong. <laughs> some of the things we have said, are saying, will say. But I think that's part of it too, right? Maybe one of our our gifts we've been given is being okay with that. Right. Being okay with somebody disagreeing with us. We've been gifted the confidence to know that it's okay to, even if we do say something that's wrong, we, we make a little mental slip or we forget we're talking about we say something that is wrong even if it is like factually wrong we're we're okay with that mm-hmm. not not with intention yeah to, not to spread misinformation yeah. right we don't want to get fact checked <laughs> online yeah we don't want to get get no get, i think that's part of the part of the part of the the the, the talent and skill set we've been given to to speak to think to to share to be okay with criticism. To, to be question. confident in ourselves. To to ask questions. To question life in and of itself. That's probably one of our our greatest gifts in and of itself. Just being questioned life and questioning what we're doing, and being okay with that, and know that so many other people need that per, almost permission. And and I think what's probably more interesting to me is that I, I think that you may agree with me, may not, but I don't think that. I think there's 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 options in my life or paths in my life to where I didn't like I wouldn't have necessarily developed some of these things, these skills, this confidence. Mm-hmm. If I would have chosen different paths, then I may have not developed a almost ability to be able to talk and share. Mm-hmm. But because I kept seeking what am I supposed to be doing? Why am I here? What am I doing this for? Why am I, you know, and, and, and continuing to ask questions as I working in the, in the rat race that we're in, you're able to develop like, Hey, there's other people out there that are, that are trying to figure out what they're here for too. And, and, and there's other people that are talking. There's some people that are talking about a lot of nothing. There's some people that are talking just solely for a paycheck. So they don't, they're not actually even telling their own thoughts. Like, you know, your news media and those types mm-hmm. of people. They're, a lot of them aren't telling their own thoughts, opinions, and ideas. They're just giving you information. Now you figure out what you want with it. And be sure that you guys don't at home don't talk about religion or politics. No. Don't you do it. Listen to us talk about it. Because if you do that, y'all's getting fights. Y'all can't figure it out. We don't want y'all arguing at the Thanksgiving table. Well, because, I mean, heaven forbid, a family that actually discusses how they view the world. You know what? To be clear, we, me and Cordell, Cordell and I, us here, we want y'all argue at the Thanksgiving table. You don't have to argue. You, don't have to, you, know, you know what? You can't argue. You don't have you to do it 
with with malicious intent. You can have conversations. You can ask questions. Why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? Why you know? Ask all the whys you want. But there's a little there's a little thing there, right? I used to ask a lot of whys, a lot of whys about my life, about the way I grew up, about my my situation in life. My start. I used to ask a lot of whys, and there was a moment where I realized you can you can get stuck on why. And you can put yourself almost in a loop of why, 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 why. You got to break out of that loop. And you got to start asking, well, what can I do now? Mm -hmm. What can I do with this? What can I do about it? I think the what is what breaks you out of this this loop of why. Because it's all great, you know, and, and I think for... For sitting in the counselor's office and trying to figure out why you why you're you know what some of these issues are, I think the 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 whys are great, right? I think the whys are 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 fine to try to figure out maybe some of the things you deal with today. But ultimately, the what has to get you moving forward. What can I do now? This is this is one of my what's, right? With all the things that that brought me to this point, what can I do with it? I can share. I can talk about it. I can put it out there to somebody else. Right. I can tell. I can tell somebody else out there. Hey, man, I get it. I get it. You had a you had a, you had a rough go of it, and you had kids, and now you feel broken and lost and overwhelmed and stressed and tired. I get it. What can you do about it? You can keep moving, man. You can become a better person. You can have a better version of yourself. You can become a better husband, a better father. You can. You can do it. Why everything happened before? I mean, it almost doesn't matter. It's, 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 you can deal with it and you can process through it. That's great. And you should, but what can you do now? What can you do to take all those things that happen and move forward with your life and become better? I think we get stuck in the whys of other people and not in the whys of, of, of our purpose, you know? Yeah. Because I think if we get down to the why, it's like, hey, like, why am I here? Why did this all happen? That's how we got back to our creator. But if we get to why this person did this, it gets really hard. So we, they may not even know why they did a certain thing, and they can't articulate it. Because they may not have any conviction or purpose in their life. So, like, whenever we go back and... Try to figure out why a coach called a certain play on the football field and he gives an answer. We may be like, wow, well, we're not really sure if that's why or not. Anyway, I think there's a coach this past weekend, if I'm not mistaken, they played for a tie on purpose. It's actually, I think here in Houston or Texas, I think he, Lovey Smith played for a tie on purpose hmm. because he's like, there's a lot of football to play and a, a tie is better than a loss. And we can argue that, hey, man, you should play for the win. Or you can argue that you should play for the tie because probability that the, the tie is better than a loss. And you just rather, let's just get this one under our belt if we can get this tie. But it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. That why doesn't matter. And so we get into arguing these things that we'll never actually be able to find the answer to when there's answers to so many things in front of us. Maybe that's what we should be attacking. Yeah. Is the ones that are not based on someone else's decision. And you get to a more extreme example, we get to the why did 
a deranged person go and shoot up a grocery store or shoot up a school. I don't know. I don't know why somebody would do something so sick. The answer is not going to be found in speculation. The answer is not going to be found in their search history. I think it all goes back to that we're all broken. We don't have our purpose isn't figured out. We don't have reverence for our creator. We don't understand that other people are important because God put them here. That's why we can't figure out why to a lot of these answers. But for whatever reason, everybody will say, well, why do they do that? Why do they do this? Why do they do that? Are you actually going to get an answer that makes sense? No. No. And sometimes people will know the whys to certain things I do. You know, I handle money a certain way or I handle these things a certain way and there's a bigger why to it, right? You know, I, I handle certain decisions a certain way. And, you know, uh, there's a bigger why to it. And some people's will make more sense than others or, or two opposing views will kind of make sense. A lot of those whys don't matter. So you focus on what? That's what you're saying. Focus on what? What can you do with what you know? Mm-hmm. And what, what we know, we know that we were created here for a purpose. Hence, Men of Conviction Podcast. Yeah. Men of Conviction Podcast. Podcasting. That's my announcer voice. It's all right. It's not that great. It's pretty great. It's, it's okay. But yes, ultimately, Men of Conviction need to know what they're doing with their life. What are they going to do from, from this day forward? What are they going to do to be the best version of themselves that they can be? Going to change our world is what we're going to do. Yeah. Change our world. By being men that are convicted, understand they have a creator. And under that premise, is how we're kind of operating this podcast. Is that fair? Oh yeah. I think it's a, the premise is that we we Alex and I have decided that we're important. Not because we're better than anyone else. Because God put us here. It was this do you know the odds or chances that we'd be here? I mean, it's, it's like something ridiculous. Oh yeah, it's like one in like 40 billion or something like that. It's just too many things have to line up to make you exist. Mm-hmm. So all those things considered, there's too many things, you know, that have to line up. Yeah, well, I mean, your parents find each other, and your grandparents find each other, all these people have to find each other. And then when you get down to the actual um, amount of, of semen that finds one egg, one egg, and that one egg has to be the egg that drops that moth. To create you, to give you your DNA that makes you who you are, it's wild. Yeah. Then you're here. 
And there's so many people struggling, like, I'm not sure I'm supposed to be here. It's like, no, you are. You're supposed to be here. And so when you get all these people that are lost and confused of why they're here, that's why these things happen. If you go look for all these reasons, well, maybe they got twisted in this. Maybe it's a gun's problem. Maybe it's a knife problem. Maybe it's something else. Maybe it's this, that, and other things. It's just we're all broken, guys. We're all maybe broken. Maybe it's a people problem. Yeah. Oh, man, you're not going to be one of those people problem people, are you? Maybe it's a people problem. You are going to be one of those people problem, aren't you? I agree. Maybe we have kids growing up with fatherless homes because of a people problem. Right. Maybe we have people driving drunk because of a people problem. Right. Maybe we have people that just have no disregard for other people because it's a people problem. Because we all have a little bit of brokenness inside of us. And the only way to fix those holes in your life and my life is to go back to our creator and say, hey, man, fill these holes a little bit because I got these problems. It's like, man, it almost seems like you, I guess it's that humility thing we were talking about earlier, you know, that humility is often hard to come by. It's like, no, no, clearly I can fix this. This is me because our world, our society likes wants to put blame on someone for something else bad happening to someone else. And yes, blame is due, right? You know, you go do something to my family or you hurt my kids, um, you know, like really hurt them intentionally. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not happy about that. But I also have to realize I can't control everything. I can't. There's so many people that if you, if, if you gave them the option to do something different so that their kids or their spouse or their father or mother didn't die, they would have done it. I, I'm not saying, I'm not, I'm not going back and saying, hey, this is, I'm not blaming victims here. What I'm saying is, is that we literally, we literally don't control it all. And so the moment we start thinking that we do and we can, we're missing that people have problems. Mm-hmm. We're missing the fact that all people are important. And when you go down the hole of, man, if we could just control people enough, then we won't have problems. We keep losing. We keep losing our freedom, our freedom to and ability to serve our God and live out our purpose. Because I don't think people's purpose or their or or their I would I would I would hope that people's hearts desires aren't like, man, I just want to hurt as many people as I can. I think they have a brokenness within them that they want to do harm to other people. That's like the Sunday school, the Sunday school question or Sunday school hypothesis, whatever proposal. We all have a, a God sized hole in our heart. And no matter what you try to fill it with, it'll never be enough. Mm-hmm. Unless it's God himself. Yeah. 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 So you fill it up with the right thing and the right stuff, and, you've, and you fix people with the right stuff. That starts solving some problems. But you go and try to figure it out through analysis and come up with these hypotheses where they were radicalized or changed. I don't think you get anywhere. Nope. So what are we going to do? 
What we gonna do? Figure out what your gifts are, what your skills are, and decide what you're gonna do with them. That's right. What are you gonna do? That's the question to answer. That's right. And I think I think what we what Alex and I have realized that one of our skills and gifts are is actually just we may or may not have the skill. I guess time will tell. People will tell us that this is our gift or skill over time. Leave us a review on iTunes. Leave us a review. Share. Like us. Share us. Do do whatever. Do something out there. Spread this if you believe that, hey, man, we're if you like a little bit of something we're saying, if you dislike it all, share us too. Talk bad about us. Why not? We can handle it. We thought about that. But with with God as my witness, it's not it's not up to me for you to like me or hate me. I don't I don't have much responsibility to everyone other than I care about you. I'm here to let you hear a voice that has maybe, you know, has reasoned through some things and thought through some things and says, hey, you know what? You're important. God thinks you're important. You get to live your life. This life can be great if you choose to live it how you want to live it. But if you get stuck in, man, I just can't ever get better. The vacations don't even, they're not as good anymore. The cake doesn't, has lost its taste. Everything in good in life is not, not good anymore because you're smothered with all this bad. Everybody's got that aunt or that cousin that's always talking about all the bad things they have. Oh, man, this is bad. This is, this bad. is bad. This is oh, bad. This you is hear bad. about this? You hear about that? Oh, this is bad, man. This is bad. It's going to get worse. Oh, man, this person's bad. It's like the worst gospel song you ever heard in your life. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a country song. <laughs> I like country music though, by the way. But I think I think at the end of the day, what you what we're getting at is that you, you can live a life with intention, purpose, and happiness if you choose to, because God's giving you that ability. You don't have to get that from anywhere else. And if you focus on all these external factors, we're not blind to all these things that are going on. We're not blind to the things going on in the world around us by any means. But at the end of the day, there's there's evil that does exist in our world. An evil that that dwells in in people, and you don't get it out of them by looking at their decision and thinking you understand what caused it. Because us as individuals, we're a combination of many things that happen in our life. Like that, we're the product of many different decisions. Mm-hmm and actions, and other people's influence on our lives, even. We're a product of all those things as we grow up and develop. Some of those things impact our lives more than others. Some of the people that don't find, that have something bad that happens to them, don't have the the ability or direction to understand that that wasn't their fault. They didn't cause that. Nope. And so they live with that bad thing that happened in their life, whatever it may have been some form of abuse or harm done to them. And they live with that. And that becomes their reason, their catalyst to do something to someone else. They may forget about this thing over here. They may justify this other thing they do do over here with something else. But all along, they, they, they weren't given any hope that God cares for them. 
I care for them. They weren't giving you hope. So here's your hope. Nobody else giving you your hope. If you're listening to this, even if you're not listening to this, you're important. You matter. You're meant to be here. Not because I say so. I'm just simply saying it. But I'm not I'm not the one that decided it. I'm just stating the truth. There's your hope. You're important. You matter. You have purpose. So get there, get out there and live your life with intention and purpose. Intentionality and purpose. So that you can live your life. You gotta start with some semblance of hope. You're not here by chance. And because you're not here by chance, you're important. Just remember that circular reason is going to keep coming, coming around, right? Because we, we believe that we're here with purpose, passion, conviction to help others. I know I believe that, and I think Alex believes that too. I believe it. So we want to live a life that, of, of joy and happiness that we create for ourselves by sharing our thoughts and beliefs. So that you get to listen in, chime in, understand that you're important, understand that, start there. Start with you're important, and we hope to encourage you along your life's journey. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the Men of Conviction podcast today. Does God exist? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He does. What a good father. Hope y'all enjoyed it. Yeah. Give us some feedback. Comment somewhere, share somewhere, leave a review somewhere. Like us, like us, share us, hashtag us or something. Remember, even if you don't like us, you're welcome to share it. Won't hurt my feelings any. You can you can make you can write a nasty review about if you like to. It might hurt mine a little bit, but I'll get over it. I probably won't think about it or even read it. So for now. Enjoy your day. Thank y'all. Get out there and do something productive. Live with intention and purpose because you're important. Yeah. Yeah.